Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Horse Hour podcast. I'm Amy Stevenson. We have two great guests today. Their videos went viral on the internet after they led us into their world of how much fun they can have whilst training being professional jockeys. You may well have heard of them. They're two likely lads, Matty Bachelor and producer Mark, also known as Wocket Roy. This is Horse Hour. We have some very, very exciting guests. Well, actually, no, we've got one really exciting guest, and he's joined by another one, which is, welcome, the producer. Hello. How are you? And who's your little friend with you? He's slightly famous, I think. Um, yeah, no, not really, no. <laughs> right, I'm or... leaving after that comment. <laughs> I am out of here. Put your light up. Sit down, sit down. It's all about me. I know, I know. He didn't like it when he's talking about me, so. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, Rocket Boy, how are you? Oh, I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs> I've had better days. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Yes, I'm good, thank you. Good. It's a pleasure to have you both on the Horse Hour podcast. Matty Bachelor, we see a lot of you on the front of the camera, which is amazing, but we don't really see much of Mark, and he's a, he's the producer. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah, he's very shy. He's really? No... I'm not allowed in front of the camera. <laughs> there's not a lot. So of... it's all about him. There's not a lot of room for him in front of the camera, to be fair. <laughs> Those are the boys. <laughs> Hey, well, let me get this right. Are you saying that I'm not good looking? You are very are you good looking. You, are you calling me ugly? Not okay, at all. In fact, in fact, I'm surprised. When I saw you on the Undateables, I thought the phone would be ringing off the hook. I think I've given the wrong number or something. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been ringing. <laughs> I thought that would do it, but it's... um. No, no. I'm, I'm going to have to try another route, I think. <laughs> What is that? I don't know. We tried everything now. I tried everything now. It's no good at all. Just him and Nobby. For those that have kind of just tuned in, we do need to explain a little bit more about Wocket Roy, if you haven't seen it, because you guys are an absolute internet sensation in the equestrian world. You do your internet videos once a week on your Facebook. Um, how on earth did this start? Do you want to say it? I do it. No, you do it. You can get up in front of the camera. Go on. Knock yourself out. <laughs> well, he was clowning about, so I had to film him, and that was it. And that, and that's just just messing about in the gallops. I've just... been a clown for well, how old am I now? Thirty-four years. No, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he filmed it. We were just we were just riding out one day on the Saturday morning, and we were a bit bored, so we said we'll have a bit of a laugh. Filmed it, put it on Facebook. A few about ninety odd people liked it, and we sort of said, "Well, this is sort of that's quite good." Ninety people, and then the following week we posted another one, 
something a bit more extravagant, going up the gallops with no hands. And again, got 100 people liked it. And then, unbeknown to us, we all our Facebook, we changed our settings. It was all private. We went sort of public. Mm. And just from there, it just went, just went crazy, really, yeah. From from liking, getting 90 likes to getting over 1,000, it was it's quite phenomenal. It's amazing, because you guys are professional jockeys, so you do this as a career. Yes, yeah, so I've been doing it for 20 years, and I'm sort of coming to the retirement age. No, <laughs> so not already, really. <laughs> I'm in denial, I'm in denial. <laughs> oh no, seriously, what is the age for jockeys to retire? It's, it's... Jump jockeys are, are if you, if you're late thirties to forties, you're you're doing well because of the the injuries and everything. But flat jockeys, can go up to in their fifties. It goes on. It, a lot of it is on people's perception as well. They they believe when you get that bit older that your your bottle goes, and it's a bit like football. Really, it's a young man's sport. But I mean, I think all jockeys at whatever age they still deep down they still think they can do it when you have a few falls yeah it does take a little bit longer to sort of get over it whereas sort of 10 15 years ago you just get up in the morning you wouldn't feel anything which now it's like a couple of days it's like oh that's a little bit mm. takes a bit more to a bit longer to get over it sort of thing yeah well i feel that without riding every day so i think it's <laughs> pretty normal it's just called getting old isn't it <laughs> yes yes <laughs> So well, what you've done is you have, you first of all made jockeys more approachable, I think, and the fact that we can actually see your world, which is so lovely. But you've also made it really good fun. And for me, I, I saw you, gosh, when you first started, I started watching you. I have to say, I, you know, I absolutely loved it. And it, it makes me laugh every single week. But it also gives me confidence because there's this thing in our industry where you're not allowed to ride backwards. Why aren't you allowed to ride backwards? Okay, you guys are experienced, but for experienced people, that's a really fun thing to do. And, you know, jumping no hands. I haven't tried that yet because I'm not brave enough, but I think you've given us that boost of we can actually have more fun with our horses. So thank you. Well, when, when we're riding out in the uh, in the rain and it's cold and you're doing four lots in the morning, been up since five o'clock, you have to have a laugh. You have to... You have to um, you know, loosen up a bit and you know messing about doing this sort of stuff you know keeps us keeps we don't, us, we don't uh, recommend doing it every day riding backwards <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it's as you say it gives people confidence there's a jo- an old jockey he's now a starter and his son i think his son lacked a little bit of confidence and he was like very much like oh you gotta be like richard johnson you gotta be like tony mccoy and his son wasn't really taking it in and, and all of a sudden he started watching the videos and he said i couldn't believe it one day I've gone. We've gone up to the, take the pony out up the field. And next minute, this boy was sort of lacked in confidence. Has gone past him with no hands. Oh. And he said, like of all the people, he said he's probably a Matty Bachelor, not Tony McCoy. So <laughs> I think he was devastated. <laughs> no, please. Well, we're not. We're given the perception that race horses aren't these wild horses. You know, they they can they can be great horses to have. You know, as as riding horses. As safe horses, as safe horses as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, they're not listening in any walks, in any sort of breed of horse. You can always, they can always be a dodgy one. Not it doesn't miss because they're racehorses. It doesn't mean they have to. Well, you can see in Nobby, he's just he's an absolute saint. He's like a little donkey at times. I thought even I can get on him. 
Anyone could ride, nobody. <laughs> but it's the thoroughbred thought, isn't it? It's the thought of, um, you know, if you're a thoroughbred, you're an ex-racehorse, then you're going to bolt off with me. I'm not going to be able to have any control of you. But what also is lovely is your relationship. You, We can very much see the relationship and how much you love your horses, which is fab. Because historically, we, when I say we, not in the racing industry, we hear lots of bad things and lots of negative things. And I'm a glass half full kind of girl. I love to think that everybody cares for their horses as much as we do so it's lovely to actually see that interaction race horses are the they're treated like kings you know they are spoiled especially by the you know the the lads and lasses that look after them every day but also they're personal to the jockeys as well because you know when you know we ride these horses and races we have these relationships with them and you know we, we do love them you know we want the best for our horses that they're fit and healthy and you know get success as well so. so how did you get your horses are they were they given to you for you to ride or do you get to choose them or do you own them no <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have owners of the horses they're they're put in with trainers and then the trainers have to pick the jockeys so we're very much down the list of whether we choose to ride the horses or not so we have to as jockeys ride out for trainers to um i think uh, was you talking about nobby in general, or just yeah, just both horse. both your horses that you have, yeah. Oh no, but yeah, well, Nobby has been in with Sheena. Yeah, so Nobby training for yeah. years, and Mark's brother rode for Sheena, and then Mark rode for Sheena, and if normally if Mark can't ride, I ride for Sheena. So like, she's only local, so we'd go and ride out there, and that's how we sort of that's how we got to know him really. And we've both we've both won on Nobby actually, and Goldie won on him, producer won on him, <laughs> and I had to go to Jersey, and then. He was running again, and he got off him and let me ride him. So, yeah, it's good. Oh, congratulations. He gets on, he gets on with Roy. I'm too old for Roy. Roy's, Roy's he's a Roy's brave cool. man's boy. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get Roy in, in the end, then? Just the, the owners, again, he, he was owned by a set of owners, and they chose Sheena to train him, and that was it was just just pure luck. I mean, she could have chose anyone, but she chose Sheena. So we're very lucky that Sheena's, I mean, she's very laid back, and she does let us take her horse out and tie him to balloons and carry Christmas trees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, how good is your horse to be able to do that? How good is Nobby to be able to allow you to to dress up in fancy costumes and to dress him up, which I just think is amazing. Okay, the best way of explaining it for me is that you are reliving Pony Club in an adult life. <laughs> I never went to Pony Club. I me just think I'm a professional. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a professional. Yeah, you. I make it look easy. Don't believe me, it's not easy. When he walked in a pony club at eight years old, he turned around and walked out. He said he's too good for this. <laughs> this is rubbish. <laughs> How did you get into riding? How did you? You're more interesting. My my family have always been had horses and and been in racing, so it's natural that I I went into that. But I didn't you... I didn't start riding till I was fifteen. Hmm. I was well. I'm from Brighton, so I'm very much a townie. I lived. I literally lived. 500 yards from Brighton Racecourse and I never knew it was there. Went to school, come back out in the street, played football and then had family in Ireland, went to visit them and we was all bored one Saturday and said, right, we're going to go out riding and sort of just got hooked from there really. And then started working for Charlie Moore up at Brighton Racecourse and just sort of learnt from there really. He tried to play basketball, but five foot two, he didn't really have no, it didn't, career. It didn't, wasn't really good. Didn't work out. <laughs> I, thought I, was, I thought I was good at football, but that was 
That didn't happen either. <laughs> and how lovely for you two to have met. I'm guessing you met by riding for Sheena. We knew I just in racing, yeah. Well, actually, I knew Mark's dad actually taught me to ride. Oh wow! He, he helped me. Yeah, he helped me. Taught me to jump because I was to say I was very, very manufactured. I was not anywhere. There's no natural bone in my body, so I had to work hard at it. And and Mark's dad, I was he used to go down to his riding school, so I sort of knew Mark from. An early age. Hmm. That's interesting that it wasn't natural to you, and that you had to you had to work quite hard. What what bits did you struggle with? All of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, still because does. still do. I've twenty years. I find with men when I when I watch men ride, they tend to pick it up much quicker than women because of the upper body strength. So, like balance and things like that. I'm I'm surprised that you know you found it tough. I don't know, you should see some of my first rides, you'd say, oh, what the hell is he doing on the back of a horse? <laughs> no, you do. I think it's like anything. It's I had my mindset, I wanted to do it, I enjoyed it, and it's it's amazing when you learn to ride, you get your confidence, get your confidence, and then our actual riding in a race to riding out, it is so different. It's like a, for something very similar, it's like a, it's just very alien it's just totally different again isn't it? it's like starting again it, it's weird it's, you can't explain it because it, again you're just getting on another awesome riding it selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage shopify is there to help you grow shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout 36 percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms because businesses that grow grow with shopify Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mm. But the difference from riding out in the mornings to actually getting in a race is so different. It's like going back to square one. So you basically have to start again every time, don't you? Yeah, I mean, because you're, you're riding different horses, so you don't know, unless you know that horse, and you've got to know him, you've got to school him or her at home, sometimes you'll go in there and it, it's it's blind, you don't know what they've done, the trainers will say, oh, this jumps well, this done this and done that, but wow, there's, the not, tr- there's not many trainers going to say it jumps bad. No, no I was just going to say, the trust that you've got to have then in your trainer is, um, you've got to have a really good relationship with your trainer, I'm sure. Exactly, yeah. 
So what's the best ride, both of you? What's the best ride you've ever had? My, I've been, I've been lucky, really. I've, I've had three rides that stick out for me. I was lucky to ride a winner at the Cheltenham Festival. I rode a winner of the Hennessy Gold Cup. And also I had a good ride round in the Topham, which is over the Grand National Fences. And to me, that was the best buzz I ever got off the back of a horse to complete the Grand National course. Hmm. That was, it was like the cherry on the cake for me. That's amazing. Because everyone knows the Grand National. Yeah, yeah, going around and beach chase over the national fences is is, um, something. It was was me and my horse's first time as well, so it was all a bit, you know, couldn't enjoy it as much at the time. But you look back and go, yeah, that that was good fun. So going over beaches in the chair, you know, big fences like that, famous fences, and you just want to say that you've jumped them. So I think the race is stooped in history. Mm. And you, you're going over, you're jumping these fences. What some of the world's greatest horses, and it's, it's just, it's just the whole history behind it. It's, you know, like who's been there, the jockeys have been there, and you're actually, I mean, not many people. If you talk to a non-racing person that doesn't really know anything about racing, mm-hmm. and they say, "What do you do, uh, jockey?" Blah, blah blah, and if you say you've ridden over the Grand National fences straight away, they're switched on. And they're interested because everyone's like, wow, you've actually been over them. And it, that sort of, for a non-racing person, that's the first thing that they'd asked. Yeah, well, it's the, it's like the epitome, isn't it? It's because it's all over TV, everybody knows it. And, and, it's, yeah. and it's in all the major press. So, I mean, although most racing is on Channel 4 every weekend, um, us non-racing... ITV now. Is it ITV? <laughs> <laughs> ITV now. <laughs> the one that gets all the main publicity really is the is the Grand National. So even people that wouldn't get involved in it the rest of the year, they they definitely get involved in that. And I think um, for, for us that that don't really have much to do with racing, but we're equestrians, find it fascinating. And I think God, you're so brave, all of you. I would not be brave enough to sit on a horse and go go do the gallop track. But um, there obviously is a sense of passion, Mark. Your family. You know, your family road raced for years. Um, but was there, has there ever been an element of you'd like to try another discipline or you've had a go at another discipline? We've had a go at polo. We, I quite like, yeah, I quite like we, polo. We'd love yeah. to play polo, but again... I can. I, I don't think you could be a good at a, at a sport that the tool that you use is bigger than you. I don't think that's a great start. Oh, that's, that's not terrible <laughs> that, now. <laughs> no, for me, yes, for me. It's bigger than me. <laughs> get a made-to-measure one. I need to get a made-to-measure <laughs> one, yeah. <laughs> but you enjoyed... Yeah, polo's good fun, isn't it? Very good fun, yeah. It's one. Of, it's it's quite addictive. Is, we had yeah. one lesson, we had a game, but it's one of those... We were... It was supposed to be a bit of fun and we got very competitive, didn't we? We did win you that. You cheated. Who did win that game? You cheated. Who won the game? You cheated. I didn't cheat. You cheated. I won fair and square. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's one of those games that you would like to pursue and become good at it and have a proper game and be good. I mean, we was very, very average. <laughs> no, I can't. You stayed on. That's a bonus. Yeah, they're quite quick, them pony ponos. They turn on a sixpence. So but quite a not... few, quite a few old pony, uh, quite a few polo ponies actually used to be racers, and it's kind of like a new career for them now, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. As if there's a few that have gone on to 
and they really enjoy it as well. Well, there you go, Nobby and Rocket Roy's, you know, that's where you're going to go I next. Don't think, I don't think Nobby... <laughs> Nobby's <laughs> a bit sluggish. You know, you know what Nobby would be good at? You know you know. now they're doing that walk football for old people. If they'd done the walk polo, <laughs> Nobby would be brilliant at it. But not not the quick game for Nobby. I don't think he needs the old person polo. Do you know what they do though? They do that, Matty. So when you're learning polo, <laughs> yeah, you do. You can do you can do walking polo. Oh, that's it. That's for me oh, and Nobby. That's, yeah. that's it. <laughs> oh yeah, we're hoping to do a bit cross country. Don't mention names. Oh, I can't mention names. It's a prize. Top secret. Top eventer. Top eventer. Nice. Oh no, it's not you. It's not you. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of dressage. I could see you doing a dancing with horses. No. Oh, I'm not into midwestage. No, no, not even a little bit. I'd like to go show jumping. I think I'll be good at that. I've done a bit of show jumping. I want to. I want to. I want to. I saw show you jumping. actually. You won Hickstead, didn't you? Yeah, I won Hickstead. The Biston <laughs> Finmere show, the jumping challenge. I won that. I think I've got my cup somewhere. No, that's all right. You don't want to see that. <laughs> I think I've got my award somewhere. No. <laughs> don't get it out again. <laughs> What are your plans then? Where, where are you guys going to be heading this year? Because you've, you've done a lot already. So you've got the Mounted Police. You're going to do cross country. Do you know? We don't even know what we're doing tomorrow. We don't even know what we're doing tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of, it's all very, it's all new to us really. It's sort of taken us back by surprise really. Everyone's sort of asking us to do stuff. And I mean, we hope to go to the big shows. We're trying to sort of, through the summer, maybe sort of visit. We've done a few pony clubs. Well, one pony club last year, so we're hoping to sort of go around and do some some pony clubs and, yeah, anything. Bar mitzvahs, hen parties. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprised about the hen parties. <laughs> First choice, no eh? No one ever is. Yeah, I'm looking. I'll take any route. I've said that. <laughs> you did a little stint with the Mounted Police, didn't you, a few weeks ago? How was that? We missed the riot. Mr. Wyatt. <laughs> now that was good. And then we also done, it sort of combined it with the, working alongside the horse, the road safety campaign. Amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Which we're trying to make more people aware of that sort of thing because it's amazing. How, I mean, we saw a couple of videos on the day and it's it's amazing how many sort of, not just drivers and, and riders, how they sort of, they need to work together a bit more on the road. Like, it's not always the driver's fault sort of thing. It's the, the riders can be a little bit at fault. at fault sometimes as well. So it's need to sort of make people, everyone aware of it. Yeah. I mean, the riders need to be a bit more courteous at times, I think. They don't say yes. thank you. Yeah. They And I think, oh, God, you're not, you're not, you're giving us a bad name. This is yeah, not good. Lot, there's a lot of people like that, yeah. The police forces are doing amazing jobs trying to build awareness as well. I had a great chat. I went to Met Dorset Police last week. And, um, and they're working on their, you know, the driver's awareness scheme? You know, if you oh, get yes, like yes. points on your license. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a very good driver. No, <laughs> well, Who's that good? He's never done a test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm that good. I don't need insurance. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're working on the driver's awareness scheme. So they're working on um, trying to educate people more on looking after horses and riders and keeping an eye on stuff like that. So it's great that you're using your newfound fame for good causes. Good. good. And of course good there's your um there's your own clothing line that you've got too. That obviously had to had to come out, which is amazing. So how can we get hold of any Wocket Roy clothing? Go through our website www.wocketroy.co.uk and click on the link and that'll take you through to our clothing range. So And that was I mean that was because people was was again they was just asking us, Are you have you got any get a clothing or a yeah. hoodie and 
we sort of said, oh, okay, we're sort of some woolly hats and hoodies, and again, people sort of just you're got really, into it. You're really taken back by the success, aren't you? I can see it in you. It wasn't meant for you yeah, know, yeah, it was it's an accident, so... But then so I, I don't... We still... We sat down the other day, and like, we've been doing this over two years now, and but the thing is, the main thing is that we still want to keep it fun, because that's what it always has been, mm. and we sort of don't want to deviate from that. It's in the videos, it's, it's all about us going out, having a laugh, and yeah, just just making people laugh, and and the awareness that it's brought to everyone, whether it's road safety, confidence, it's sort of, and some people have come up to us, and it's some of the things they've told us is, is quite touching as well, quite, quite heartwarming, some people have been sort of down in the dumps, and depression, and depression, yeah, and it's, it's quite, it's quite, yeah, heart, very heartwarming, very heartwarming. It's lovely. You've had me in fits of laughter all the time. I keep telling you, I can't help it. And and in fact, everybody that you should, you, it, it's like a phenomenon that you connect with people because your relationship that you guys have got together, you really do look like best friends. And my, well, we I, are, we are good actors. We're very good actors. <laughs> I'm a very good actor. Get <laughs> off. Um. <laughs> Well, listen, it's been an absolute pleasure meeting you both. Thank you so much. And um, and thank you for creating Wocket Boy. Um, it's cheered a lot of people up. And uh, I look forward to seeing your videos every Saturday. <laughs> thank you, also for having us as well. That's very nice of you. You're very welcome. And uh, enjoy your weekend. And you have, have a good weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. How would you like to meet Matty and Mark? You can get the chance to meet them next month at Plumpton Races. It's really easy. All you've got to do is head over to our Twitter account at Horse Hour, retweet the post and follow Walk It Boy on Twitter. Also head over to their YouTube account and hit subscribe. You can see their weekly videos of what they've been up to. And there's two winners this week. One person gets to win two tickets to meet Walk It Boy and the other person wins a Walk It Boy hoodie. So get over to Twitter right now and get retweeting and enter. If you head to our website, horsehour.co.uk, there's loads of information on there for you on education, advice, feeding, health, nutrition. We did a great episode last week with B&W Equine Vets about infectious diseases and strangles. What are the signs, symptoms and how do you deal with it if you get strangles? This Thursday, we're at the National Equine Forum in London with all the top experts in the country who are going to be speaking on their sectors in the industry of how we can improve the equestrian industry. So I'm going to be there all day having a chat with the speakers and uh, live tweeting what conversations are taking place. So hopefully together, we can actually improve the industry, get more knowledge out there, and uh, we're totally open to your questions as well. So while the subjects are being talked about, I'm really interested to hear your thoughts. So do follow us on Thursday. Thursday the 2nd of March to see what's going on at the National Equine Forum. I'll also take some sneaky pictures for you so you can see what it's like too. I hope you're having a really good week with your horse. Do keep sending us your photos and your videos. Just tag us at Horse Hour on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and we're on YouTube as well. Have a really good week and I'll speak to you soon. You've been listening to Horse Hour. Join the community on Twitter, Mondays, 8pm UK time, 3pm Eastern by using the hashtag HorseHour. Follow Amy at AmyStevenson1 and subscribe to us on Acast, iTunes, Stitcher and Player FM. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 